0: Hi guys! Welcome to Her Style Secrets, brought to you by
1: Prinny Ray
0: and Woo! Woo.
1: <laughs> hey girl! Hey hey hey! Oh, that sounded so fake. Was that, that was so fake. Why <laughs> did you say that? <laughs> you know what it is? I feel like every week we come in and it's like we have to do like some kind of natural intro.
0: Yeah, but it's just...
1: yeah. Nah it's just it's dead.
0: An, Yeah, it is a <laughs> bit.
1: I'm not even gonna try to explain it, just it's dead. How have you been this week? Um better. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a lot better this week than last week. I'm not yeah. sure how you're feeling.
0: No, sir. So I'm exactly the same. I think last week I felt very drained
1: mm, mm, mm. and
0: exhausted. And this week I feel like I've managed to like
1: get a lot out of your system
0: yeah I'm yeah I'm not like jumping off the walls but Mm. I'm not like down in the dumps either Down in the
1: dumps yeah yeah do you know what I've been thinking like we kind of been talking about this in terms of like how do you go from being like really sad really down
2: Mm.
1: posting a lot about this topic on socials transitioning to then going back to like posting your content and almost going back to normal life and I feel like in that sometimes there's a bit of a guilt where you feel like oh if i start going back to normal life does that make it seem like i've forgotten about the yeah pause? i feel that's um, exactly how i feel yeah like i think a lot of people have felt that guilt but the nice thing to see is a lot of people are finding the balance between yes i'm going to go about my normal mm. like, like life and things but the marathon continues the conversation yeah. continues we haven't stopped um which is nice to see and it kind of also shows that it's not like a gimmick it's not well mm. I mean time will tell but yeah, for exactly. now it's not, for some people it is a gimmick and a trend and they're kind of off it but for those that care you can still feel like like our foot is on the gas mm. yeah Do you know what I mean it's still it's
0: been really nice seeing some influencers like white influencers who've been like on their stories like even though my content's coming like going back to normal Mm, mm. please still expect like posts here and there like it's going to be really sporadic but like and I just really appreciated that but yeah Mm. I feel I still haven't like I'm not at that stage where I'm comfortable enough yet to post myself like Like I really want to but I don't want it to seem like it was all talk and do you know what i mean now yeah i just yeah, haven't yeah. i feel like i just have like this respect that i need to that i owe and yeah To like the whole situation but i don't know maybe i feel like as the days go by i'm like feeling better and better so i might just get to a point where i'm like i'm in a good place today
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and i feel like the timing is different for everyone like some people manage to transition earlier depends on how they feel yeah i don't know
2: exactly. like,
0: yeah, i
1: think and either way like you can never really win
2: mm-hmm. yeah so Definitely. you just got to
1: do more like more so what works um for you but man like i feel like every week in lockdown it just shit escalates
0: like <laughs> it's so, like sorry you guys can't you can't relax. see my facial expression but i'm in ingredients.
1: Like, this week is literally like who's next which statue is coming down it's like go 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 go, go. who's next, who's next?
0: <laughs> no but do you know what it's literally like that and it's like
2: oh
0: oh my god i just completely lost my trailer of
2: thought <laughs> <laughs> good joker yeah. oh my joke. god i thought like you
0: were
2: sorry, gonna say something sorry, really good i was
0: i was gonna say Time is going really quickly because so much is happening within the week and it's like so many powerful things. Like it's already been a week since the first protest.
1: Oh my God. That feels like, no, Except, but it's going quickly, but long because a lot of things are happening every day. Yeah. 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 Like I can't even keep up. Like there's been quite a few statues like worldwide coming down. Big time. It's like I, all, of, but all of a sudden. <laughs> like from nowhere, all of a sudden. But,
2: but
0: these, you know what? Like,
1: statues are coming down. As much as I think is a great thing, one of my friends, Nee, he posted on his story today, which was quite like thought provoking, and I think he got a lot of conversation. Not not necessarily backlash, but a lot of conversation. He basically said that he kind of feels some type of way about the statues because it's c- coming down mm. because it's such low hanging fruit. Like there are bigger things to address, like bringing down statues is nothing when you think about the systematic racism that exists like in yeah like like, an institutionalized level so it's like yes on the one hand you're kind of happy that statues are coming down but two we don't want it to seem like people are almost making it seem like yeah we've done this for you now guys yeah that's it yeah you know there Um, are bigger fish
0: to fry and i thought yeah Yeah. i do get that yeah
2: um i I
0: think the the good things about the statues coming down is, like, the symbolism. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, and just that acknowledgement. But, yeah, so much, like, so that's just a little, little piece of it. Yeah. Like that, that's just a speck in the in the ground things. And thing I think
1: his point that I found funny was, like, to be honest, most of us black people don't even know who those white men are. Do you need until this week half of them I have no clue who they are, like I do not know them.
0: Until this week, I didn't even know there were statues of slave traders in the UK. I didn't even know that was a thing. Until this week.
1: It's mad. Mental. It's mad, but I guess it's like change in the right directions.
0: Yeah. This has got to start somewhere, I guess, to start with the statues. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally. Got to start somewhere. Um, But what else has been happening in the news? I feel like a lot has been happening, but also like nothing at the same time.
0: Since our last episode, yeah, quite a few things have been happening. Again, like social media has been piping hot. Um, A lot has gone down. A lot of companies have been called out. A lot of complaints have been made.
1: You know what I'm really here for? I'm really here for companies issuing statements like, "Yeah, you know, like, we you really stand by the community?" And we're all about diversity. And ex-employees are like, "Hang on a minute!" But when I was there, <laughs> hang on a minute! But I left because of the racial complaints, and it's like, I know. Uh, it's like, literally it's like that. This you. Yeah. On, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on it's Twitter, it's like the this it's you. Like, man, Twitter is just everything.
0: So Honestly. last week, did we speak about the L'Oreal scandal? Um, I think we did. I
1: think on we it. briefly, we briefly touched on it. So
0: an update on that, ladies and gentlemen, Monroe Bergdoff, I yeah. believe her surname is, um, obviously, complained about L'Oreal's racism and how they dropped her from a campaign. Yada yada yada. And now they have issued her an apology. They've donated a lot, 50K split between two charities and um, have put her on a position. I'll write this down. Bear with me. <laughs> they have given her a consultancy role at their UK Diversity and Inclusion Board, which she has accepted because she was like, it's not about cancelling. It's about people mm. acknowledging their role and then moving in the right direction so she was like i had to take that position to be the voice for my people and i yeah, think that's yeah, true yeah. like imagine coming so far and be like well no i'm not
1: gonna take that one because you're racist no exactly exactly and i think it's i like the fact that one she took the role and two she explained why she took it just yeah. to help just to help I, frame people's people mindsets too, yeah, yeah. A lot of people would just be like, no, you are I can't. like, how dare you come and offer me a yeah. job? Like, bitch, who do you think I am? Like, that kind of thing. But the only um, way for change to happen is for those
0: roles and positions to be taken up by us. I know a lot of things is going to seem like people are doing, like, tokening us and we're tokenism, being chosen yeah, yeah. As, like, the token black girl or whatever. But it, I don't know, it's just really contradicting. There's a bit like we need to, if those roles
1: are offered, we need to take them because this is what we exactly. wanted. Exactly exactly I think it's like because a lot of people have that point around oh I don't want it to be a tokenist thing I don't want it to be a checkbox but the reality is whether it is or it isn't it's probably going to look like that so it's mm. whether you accept it or yeah. not but I love it and I'm so here for it in the wake of all of this I knew that like more black people are going to be hired more black people are going to be promoted into senior positions so and that's what like, we need it's literally one of those, like, you get it how you get it. Like, yeah, it might be a bit, like, feel a bit awkward and uh it's not really what you want. Mm. Like, it's not really the way in which you'd want to have got the position in the wake of this whole um debate and narrative. But if it's the role, take
0: it. I agree. I'm really happy for her. What a brilliant turnout.
1: Yeah, 100%, 100%. and. She's got a seat at the table, like she said. Yeah. To make positive change. Changes um, that need
0: to happen.
1: Literally. I mean, while we're talking about jobs, so Harper Bazaar. Harper's. Uh, Harper. Harper's Harper. Bazaar. <laughs> Harper. <laughs> what is on the last Bazaar. We're Harper's so
0: easily sidetracked, for, for God's sake. Literally. Sorry, you're gonna say it again, so I on.
1: Harper's Harper's Bazaar! I have a new um, a new editor-in-chief who who is is a black woman (gasps) but wait for it guys (laughs) wait for it wait for it she is the first black editor-in-chief in in the history of the 150 year old publication i present to you samira nazar so she was Amazing amazing, clap, yep, cheers all around, so she was um, her background is like she was a stylist, I think she was like a fashion fashion director or editor at vanity Fair mm. um, and now she 's got this role i think yeah one it's it's amazing
0: It is amazing I don't know.
1: I just feel conflicted
0: I feel conflicted because it's they've never ever so this looks a bit like tokenism
1: oh 100 and the timing is like the timing (laughs) couldn't have been better it's it's almost it's almost as if they were like shit everyone's coming at us talking about diversity they're tweeting us they're tweeting us right let's just
0: we're a black woman editor-in-chief done that's it we're sorted got our backs covered no one's gonna look twice at us we got a black woman as well a black woman editor-in-chief yeah yeah
1: yeah 153 years is a long time. Harper's Honey, BC3, you boo-boo. It's mad. And I was like, I was doing back, like, not research, which is just reading up on it. And I was thinking, to be honest, like, who is even checking for Harper's Bazaar? And it's true, because they're going through a phase of, like, struggling to stay relevant. And mm. they need, like, at a publication like that, you need a change. Yeah. If you're doing the same thing, and you're expecting a different result, it's not going to work. Like, you mm. need a change, you need a shake-up. But why does it and maybe this was in the works? Like, I don't want to, put yeah, a either. On it, but don't want to rain on her because like, they, might, they might have just been copying like Vogue, right? UK Vogue, yeah, because um, their editor in chief is a black man, so they're thinking, okay, he's coming, he's obviously added a bit of spice, a bit of flavor, creative direction. Maybe we should go that way as maybe well. Maybe we, yeah, maybe but we the should timing, go. in hun... Han, yeah,
0: I would have, no no I don't know, I just feel like. Maybe we would have, like, done it, kept it under wraps for a bit. I don't, I don't know. Well, it I, is it's
1: what a, it is. A good thing for, the, <laughs> for, the company, for the company and for any black women or black men working in the company and feeling the ways, it's a positive thing for them yeah, to know definitely. that, you know, the big boss a voice is. Yeah. Matting, <clears throat> um. <laughs> zatting.
0: <laughs> Mate, I feel like so many more of these are about to happen. I swear to God. Oh yeah,
1: girl, is you know what it is? A lot of the, I always say you know what it is. I'm done saying that, but a lot of these companies, you can tell they don't want to be the first one to do it. Yeah, they're all planning it. They're all planning promotions. They're all planning hires, but they're like, oh, wait if for someone else. First, first. It looks like we yeah, it looks like we're forcing it. It looks a bit too forced. Like we're not trying. To... That's what we're I'm not... saying.
0: This is honestly the most controversial, like, thing to happen because it's like, if you I do this, right. if I do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly,
1: you can't, you can't get it right. But let them let a little bit. Shout out to my black women killing it. We're about it to be making hired. money moves.
0: Money well, moves. Us or black women? Black women. But both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> mean bulge <laughs> but whilst we quickly i do sorry i wanted to say this at the start but i just wanted to quickly thank everyone that um oh my god yeah yeah i know tuned into our last episode we got so much amazing feedback i think we were actually quite stunned um we didn't realize what we had done <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> We, we got Literally. a lot of feedback of people saying that they found it very educational some people said they learnt more on our podcast than they ever did in history and i just thought wow like who knew just talking about our day-to-day struggles would have been a huge learning curve mm. for some people but we just want to thank you guys for um supporting us and listening and for all the kind messages as well and sharing as and well. sharing as well it's been really sweet like
1: little old us Literally. Teaching it people did really, things. It did so well that we got featured in um stylist, stylist. magazine, <laughs> which is it's a big deal. Like so, yeah. let's not let's not put it down. It's a big deal. It's something that when you start you start a podcast or you start creating something, you have a vision of where you want it to go. But when you're on the journey, you almost don't see how it's gonna all yeah. like materialize and come together. And you know, getting that kind of Accolade, I suppose, is oh, I don't even sound like it's a big deal, but no, genuinely. And I want to say manifesting things is so key.
0: And guys, this is the perfect time, I think, for us to sit down, write out some manifestations, write out some things you want, no matter how big or how distant you might be from it. You need to start writing these down. Guys, we're
1: gonna inspire you because on the 14th of May, 2020 we less than a, a month join, ago. Less than a month ago, we created a joint um, note, like a you know, you share a note on iPhone, and we called it HSS, or we're Secrets. 2020 <laughs> manifestation. We're not going to go through every single one, but literally, the first one is featured in Stylist magazine. That Sorry, was I the. Fu- I mean, like- I, I, no, 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 I got all the feels. We've basically got five manifestations. The rest of them ain't shit. Like the rest of them. Like, no. After I went back and looked, and I was like, "We need to manifest bigger things because <laughs> like, bigger things." It's like nothing, but honestly, that was the first thing. And when we got the email saying, "Wait, we've been featured," I, d- I don't know. I, I lost the plot. We didn't know like how a- to act because it's literally like if we said it. We said we we're going to get featured, and we did. So now we've got to dream bigger
0: we do i hope that's an, that's uh, inspiring to you guys i hope you guys take that that story on if we can take do it it, can you hands i feel like i'm in a really positive mood now
1: percent. hundred percent
0: yeah sorry so i just want to say that thank you to everyone thank you everyone for listening and just a little side note if you do enjoy us please could you leave a review on oh, Apple oh, yeah. we would really, really appreciate it. So then more people could find us and enjoy us like you do.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, let's And if get... you're new here also, if you're new oh, yeah, here like, welcome to the family. It's, it's gonna a be fun. fun, gonna be a fun ride. <laughs> All right, so we should just get into... We had a bit of other new stuff, but it's a bit shit. It's like a bit basically the high right streets, The High Street's crumbling. Victoria's <clears throat> Secret's the closing stores. Monsoon. Quiz Clothing. Monsoon. Like, it's bullshit. But to be honest, a lot of these... A lot of these companies are just doing shady business shit. Like mm. the headline will be in administration. You think they're going under? No, they're just putting the company in administration and they're going to rebuy back the company, restructure, close some stores. So the owner's still going to be good. So long story short, they're all just doing fraudulent shit. Long story short,
0: we need to change <laughs> where we shop for. And we need to like, that's what we need to do. Guys.
1: I mean, that's that on that point blank and the period. Everyone needs to be more intentional, more conscious with...
0: where Where they're they're spending spending the coin
1: who they're spending their money with understand more about the morals the value the culture Mm. of the business the founder what they believe in what they stand for let's support and encourage smaller businesses and i know there's been a big push for like black owned businesses that's a great thing obviously the black community does need support in that area but there are a number of small niche businesses that would appreciate and benefit from your coin more so than these big White fat men sitting on boards making shit decisions, no shades. Using shit material. But shades. Big shades. No shade, but shades. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm
1: done. Amber, take it away. So, <clears throat>
0: as we said, a lot has been going on on social meds. And. One... <laughs> what? So, so social the same medes. Medes. And Social was, medes. One of them was the birth of this new page called
1: the influencer gap dun, dun. this is
0: the best page i've ever come across
1: no, so, literally.
0: <laughs> so if you guys are not aware of this page it's called the influencer gap on instagram and basically it's an anonymous page where influencers content creators can submit their highest paid uh, social media campaign and they say if they want to the brand or company they worked for mm. um, their ethnicity like yep. Asian whatever and, um, and how much and whatever they were required to do and guys
1: and they're following like they're following yeah, and an they're engagement fo- so, so you following get the context
0: engagement um, what they were required to do and how much they got paid for it it's wild yeah
1: no, oops, girl It's wild, wild.
0: I, some of these numbers, yo, influencers are being taken the piss out of. Like,
1: they are... Yeah. I think majority of them are being taken the piss out of, but the ones that are enjoying are chopping life. Mm. Like, they are getting paid, paid. So when these companies say
0: they ain't got no money, they got money,
1: Bill. No, they got money. They got money. But I saw, oh, there's this other page. Oh, I need to figure out what the page is called they kind of do um post similar content around like influence and marketing and stuff but it's more from the educational perspective so mm. it's not just spilling the tea it's more how you should like value yourself and is this
0: creative gal gang no 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 it's
1: not creative okay. gal gang okay <laughs> <Creative gal gang.
2: laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why are we so childish? Literally childish. I cannot. Oh, okay. I need to find... I'll find the page and I'll, like... I don't know. Talk about it another time. But essentially, I think she is not an expert but she works in this field and what she said she didn't directly throw shade at the page but she basically said that in this market it's so difficult to have a true benchmark to say if you have this many followers this is what you should be paid and if you have this much engagement but more so it should be driven by you understanding your own metrics understanding your own engagement and then knowing what your worth is
2: Mm.
1: because I think a lot a lot of the Takeaways from the post is that people are just pitching themselves too low, yeah, or they're just accepting.
0: They're not fighting. Low they're fee. More,
1: um, yeah, they're not negotiating yeah. well enough. Because if you know, if you believe in your source and you know your source, even if a company try to low tries to lowball you, which they will do from a um, from a cost perspective, because no one wants to pay more. It's kind of like going to a car boot sale. You're not going to go in high. You're going to go yeah. low and then meet in the middle. So. You know, you have to be able to push back and say, unfortunately, on this occasion, I'll pass. Yeah. If you're that pressed to do the campaign, then you do it. But man, I don't know, the fees are crazy. But the main point is that white influencers get paid more than black ethnic influences. minorities. Period. That's the, that's the real tea, period. With a T on the end.
0: And for the, for <laughs> some of the stuff that they get paid for is like nothing. And they get paid yeah. thousands. I I saw
1: one that was like 15,000. I said, blood Clark, Give me a bit of that. (laughs) No, but like, come on, give me a crumb. Like, give me a crumb of that. Like it's, it's nuts, but it does open your eyes. And what's those, I don't know. There's all these sayings about ignorance and whatever, but what you don't know, you don't know. Mm. But at least now people are more exposed and understand, okay, like, so, this is the money that's out there. This is the money that can be made. Yeah. I shouldn't be accepting this. And people always say this thing from an influencer perspective what has ruined the market is people accepting gifting campaigns and doing yes, things for free. For free. Because brands get away with it. Like, if we all stood together and said, I'm not doing free shit. They're going to have to find the money from somewhere and then Mm. they're going to have to figure out how they go about paying people. But because they know that if you say you want to be paid, they'll be like, bet, I'll go and find the next guy. Someone who do it for free. That's going to do it for free. Yeah, I think the influencer
0: industry really do all need to come together. There's a huge diversity issue in the influencer industry as it is, but I think now this page is a really good way to come together and like, be in charge yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and create more accountability
1: yeah definitely so the page story is called slashed.it. dot it um so she has seven years leading social plus influencers for big brands she's tired of bullshit experts okay. <laughs> she has a, she has an ebook coming so for anyone that's an influencer into creatives i think it's a good page to go on and just read and understand things but her main point is that engagement is what is the most important thing yeah it's not like it's not about it's not about followers because you can have so many followers yeah you might get the but if they're not engaging with they're not guys. yeah if they're not engaged if you can't turn the followers into people that are going to buy no
3: you problem. don't have
1: any power to negotiate mm. and say pay me like 15k if they're not going to get a return on investment it doesn't make sense like if they're paying you 15k they're probably looking to see what like at least two times that back yeah like 30k in sales or 30k in something like equivalent so yeah it, it causes it causes everyone to check themselves and kind of assess what is their true influencer value because and to influ, to be an influencer you have to influence people this mm. is wardrobe is an influencer with all the capital oh my gosh it. i
0: feel like yes. she's like queen influencer
1: no she is point everyone blank, buys period. anything Anything she says, she can literally be like I use this manure to um, do, sort out my plants in the garden and they'll go down to the garden centre well, and down. buy out all the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> legit. It's
0: happened so many times.
1: Yeah, she is 100% queen influence and any brand would pay whatever she's asking. I would asking. pay so
0: much because I know yeah. I, I would, what I would get back would just be ridiculous. you get back, exactly. You were, you're promised exactly.
1: back money. Um, Essentially. Yeah. And even if it's not instant it, on that day, It'll become, over time at least that yeah. like, it will trickle in and you know you'll know the source. You can so. expect your product to go sold
0: to become sold out with Melissa's wardrobes influence.
1: Everyone's products sell out, like woof anyway, we talk about her a lot. Yes. Yeah. Stan. <laughs> stan We stan
0: great influences, we really do. Oh my god, I've been spending my time fighting people on social media.
1: Are you still doing that? It's not worth I know.
0: It. I know. Do you know what? My friend said that as well. She was like, you're actually just getting yourself angry. She was like, look at you you're you. Because they're not angry. You are now. You're sat here fuming. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I've fought yeah. about four people in the past since, yes, two days. What,
1: racists? Yeah. Um, I've decided that I have zero energy. For and racists. time in it. I know. I, I, like, I don't, I, like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't have the energy because you have made up your mind on something that's so simple and Mm. you're going out of your way to be like intentionally obtuse to make a point on something that matters none. Yeah. Like why are you so shook? Like this whole, like all lives matter, trying to explain it to people. It's been explained a hundred different simple ways that even a two year old could get why all lives matter does not make any sense Mm. and still they keep pushing the narrative so they made up their mind they want to be racist like whatever shaking your boots for winston churchill because what like (laughs) okay like is it is and the funniest thing is that a lot of these racists were biting the tongue they were like this is gonna this is gonna blow over the minute they started touching statues. Oh, my How God. Was there it, it all so, many, out so many racists. They took off their clown mask and said, no, bitch, I'm here oh, to Churchill. fight for my guy
0: Winston. Oh,
1: my God. What that was one of those tweets? It was like, if it
0: weren't for Churchill, we would all be speaking German. And someone was like, well, if it weren't for you, we wouldn't be speaking English. But look at us now, eh? Stole our language. <laughs> and it's so true.
1: <laughs>
0: it's so true. My latest fight was with Courtney from TOWIE. <laughs>
1: Are you serious? Did she reply to you?
0: Yeah, she put a black square up, and obviously, she was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> You can't make this shit up. All right, I'm ready. I
0: got screenshots, I got my receipts. She was like, She put a black screen up, and I remember when it was the elections, Courtney chloe and shelby oh, were, yeah. and were, and amber were in a restaurant stuff, yeah. and they was like we're not voting for racists um jeremy corbyn's as a racist oh, yeah. he's semitism this semitism that he wants to cut our taxes or up our taxes whatever the hell it was yeah we're yeah, voting for that. boris blah, blah 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 fast forward and you're posting the black square so i just wondering <laughs> casually stumbled upon this black square asked how can you support an anti-racist movement but vote and support a racist like that doesn't make sense <laughs> now if anyone in the audience has something to say about this statement i want to hear it i really want to know and she responded back to me with if I want to support BLM then I will do so and I was like
1: it's so contradictory that doesn't make sense I was like but
0: I was like but you can't follow an anti-racist campaign and still support a racist racist. like um I've had racism against me because of my religion and I'm like it doesn't babe like this don't make sense She's like, I support anti racism, and I was like, You can't pick and choose when you're anti racist. You can't be anti racist now, but not, not anti racist when you're choosing a racist prime minister. Like, that doesn't but make I mean... sense. Anyway, she deleted my comments and slid in my DMs, and I ignored her.
1: She slid in your DMs. Yeah. All right, what's she saying? Come on, come on, bring it out, bring it out. Right,
0: if you really want to know, I'll fucking
1: tell you. <laughs> tell her to go listen to our podcast, bro. In, oh my be God. Like, oh my God. You should have been like, listen. Either. You should have you know been what? like, babe.
0: Tomorrow, I'm going to send it be like, look, you're lucky enough to be featured on my podcast, hun. Right, so she... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. She sent me bear messages.
1: <laughs> Is she beefing you? <laughs> all right, guys. Back Wait, Get some popcorn.
0: To. She's like, I'm not getting into politics on my page. It's not what it's for. If I want to support BLM, I will do so. There's nothing more you need to try and understand from that. Let's all stand united. Um, we're not stand united when we fucking vote for Boris Johnson, are we, Anyways, if you want political convos, I'll direct you to some Instagrammers who will be better for you to comment on. And she sent me the Tories, Labour, Green Party, and Simple Politics page. Get off, <laughs> gri- <laughs> Courtney. Get a grip. She's taking the. Anyways, piss. tomorrow I'm gonna send her my podcast episode and be like, <laughs> "Look where you turn up." <laughs>
1: no, what you subscribe. should actually send her. You should send her the last episode so she can just like educate herself she won't listen to it because i just i i mean i get i get why you're riled up but also there's no point in posting it, because we know this is some people's agenda like yeah people post a black square they don't believe in it they don't understand it they don't know a damn thing but they're like shit i'm not getting caught out not posting a black mm. square so i if have post it like literally That's what that's what it is. So I don't think we should expect we should expect anything more. I think it is embarrassing that she didn't continue the conversation with you in the comments and deleted it, which kind of proves your point that clearly you're not supporting like the whole conversation just shows that you don't even care about Black Lives Matter. You're just doing it because it's a trend and it's something to fit in. It clearly does not align with your beliefs. Because if it did, what you would say is like, wow. This movement is so powerful. I've learned so much over the last week that I didn't know. I'm holding myself accountable for things that I've done in the past. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so it's simple. The accountability, to like, thing. yeah. I hold myself accountable for things I've done and said in the past. Like you know, now I'm more woke. I'm aware of this, and yeah, going forward, you know what? I'm going to try to align my life and my brand with the right thing to do.
0: Yeah. Do you know
1: what? It's, it's so funny you say that. that, man. that.
0: Because I had a conversation um, with my friend. And, you know, in my last episode, guys, I discussed a situation where I was in a WhatsApp group chat with some friends. Oh, yeah. And the person who used the N-word, surprise, surprise, has posted all his BLM stuff. And <laughs> I'm angry. And I want to comment, like, this is really surprising for you to post all of this because only two years ago he was getting all end this, and this, and that. And then I realised, and then then my friend was like, yeah, but Amber, like, maybe they've changed and maybe they've acknowledged. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: And that's fine, but I feel like I deserve an apology and I feel like anybody who has use microaggressions been racist use the n-word even if that means singing it in a song and if you've grown up from that i just personally think you should go to that person and say sorry and then post your support because to me it's like don't post your support and you still haven't even given me a proper apology for the mm-hmm. way you behaved because then you can just be posting it again for the sake of posting that like, how do i know you've changed don't post that shit until you come say sorry to me I know this is really dramatic and this might be a bit OTT, but I personally think to hold yourself accountable in your head is just not enough. If you know you've actively openly been racist to somebody and you know you've done wrong, you accept that and you want to change your ways. I think you should go to that person. You should apologize, tell them why you're apologizing and then tell them why you now know what you did was wrong. So I know you've been educated and you'll never do it again.
2: I, I want sorry, an essay someone's...
0: that is what I want. Hello Hello
1: yeah, sorry no yeah. someone's space time
0: i want I want an essay apologies <laughs> I really do I just yeah mean, uh <laughs> then continue your support then then you are welcome to support us, but without that, don't because it means nothing yeah to yeah
1: you. i I totally get I get your point um nothing. No, 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 I'm not even playing devil's advocate. I'm just saying, like, at the same time, nothing's stopping you from also calling it out and just saying, mm. hey, like, you know, I saw your recent post and I think it's great that you're supporting, but I just want to reference the time in which you said this. Like, I really didn't appreciate that. And hopefully going forward, you'll bear that in mind. You ch- you'll change. Because it, you can sit down and expect the apology, but it may never come. But you yeah. can actively be part of someone's journey of actually changing.
0: Mm. Yeah, I hear that. You know,
1: um, to hold them accountable, like I've seen, I've heard stories of people doing s- similar things in terms of their friends are all of a sudden posting shit, but have said mm. racist crap or type of microaggressions, and they felt as though they had to call, call them up. up on it. Yeah, and, like, you, and, call, and, call and I think people
0: it. should as well. And I think I said this last time. You should, because these are the times to have these uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. You need to, even if that's your best mate, or you remember something they did back in 2008. And it, you, this is the time,
2: Mm-mm-mm. this is the
0: time to be open, be like, don't do that again, and this is why I should never do that again, Mm-mm-mm. and make sure they understand as well.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. And this is the time, and we've seen a lot of stories on social media, people, especially celebrities, coming mm-hmm. out with racist incident stories um yeah like racist incident stories the two that were quite notable for me were leanne from little mix yeah and leona lewis different types of stories leona lewis's was more just a day in the life it wasn't related to the industry she yeah. was subjected to racism in a store in a posh area i think it was chelsea she was with her dad And if you were interested in looking at it, it's on her IGTV. Um, Yeah, she's in the store with her dad and the shopkeeper was clutching her pearls, confused why black people were in the store. And she didn't watch, just bullshit. It's basically just racism. And then she left the store really angry. And her dad, I find, I don't know, I found this bit a bit like, plot twist, a bit weird, but her dad went back in the store with her CD. Like, like do you that know was owner Lewis. Like, you don't know who, and then the woman came out and apologized. Like, oh my God, I didn't know who you were. As if to say like, knowing who she was makes her more acceptable as a black person because she's yeah. a celeb.
0: I found that a bit, that was a bit like. mm, Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a bit um, tricky. And then I think the more compelling story was Leanne's, Mm. um, because it was from a perspective of how she's been treated in the industry, um, being a black woman. But I guess there is. A nuance because she's more mixed I think both her parents are mixed race mixed. yeah by definition default she's mixed, mixed race I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but it's like she's the black one in a white group but she also appreciated the fact that being mixed race and being lighter skin probably made her experience more bearable than it than would have someone been for who'd been dark skinned darker skinned um so yeah I mean it opens up a real Interesting discussion around the colorism aspect because right now we've been talking about Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. But I was saying in work um, on a call, just saying the Black experience is so nuanced. Like we can't just say Black Lives Matter and you want to solve for all Black people in the same way because. Black women are treated differently and have different experiences to black men. And then, if you now figure out like the colorism aspect, you have a whole like it opens a can of worms. So I think I want to throw it over to you, Amber, because obviously you are mixed race. I'm of heritage. Yeah. So yeah. Um,
0: With like Leanne's, uh, when Leanne said we just we just said this that um, she realised that because she was of a lighter. Skin tone, that her experience is probably more bearable than someone of, someone that's dark skinned, I think that really resonated with me because I know that my experiences of racism is probably so much more different to the experience of someone who's darker skinned Mm-mm-mm. so and again it it it's like that that privilege again of not being black. So then you're not as demonised as a black person. Like, Mm. it's like, it's so weird. It's like racism comes in loads of levels depending on where you are on the colour scale. Basically. And it's, um, it's really bizarre. But I think it really puts me in a difficult position where sometimes I don't feel like I'm fully able to discuss these matters Mm. because I'm not darker and then maybe people might be like well you're not even that dark so you've not even really experienced what it is kind of thing Mm. do you actually feel like that sometimes like sometimes like before when in that episode of um black is not a trend when I said I don't feel like education educated enough to speak on these topics i think yes i wasn't educated but i also feel like sometimes i don't have a my i don't know i don't have a place i don't know how to explain it but
1: it's like you don't want people to come at you kind of yeah who are you you to be talking on it when When you
0: when yeah and you've got half white so you've got like that privilege or whatever or or, do you know it's really bizarre i don't know how i just got to this point in this conversation
1: Mm -mm. no Uh, keep going i'm
0: here (laughs) Um, Yeah, it is really bizarre. It is really weird. But I feel like this time I just thought, like, fuck it. Like, society sees me as a black woman. Society Mm. sees me as coloured or whatever you want to call it, whether it's lighter or darker. I'm still going to get treated the same way, maybe as not as bad if people want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought, fuck it. Like, this is my time to stand up for myself and for my people kind of thing. But it's weird. It's I don't know. Maybe being mixed race. I I've seen some other like Instagram lives with mixed race people. Like I don't know where to. I don't know how to speak on it. I think a lot of mm. us way because it's a, it's weird. Like you don't know where you belong.
1: What do you identify as? <laughs> Have you I don't know, have you ever thought about it? Or no, you... that's why
0: I just laughed. I've never thought about it. I just anytime ask, someone asks me where you're from, it's I'm taking Leone Okay. Just...
1: But you don't so do you identify as mixed race or Yeah,
0: I yeah, I identify as mixed race.
1: Yeah, so I get could... No, I mean it it makes sense. Um I also think sometimes, and correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not mixed race, I'm not trying to speak on your behalf, but how you identify depends on your family situation Mm. and more so maybe where your mum is from.
0: Yeah.
1: Because a lot of people might, you know, the mother is always a dominant force in the household, like irrespective of whether parents are together. Yeah. Like my parents are together, my mum's from Sierra Leone and my dad's from Nigeria, but I identify more as Sierra Leonean because it's the dominant culture in the house. Because the mums are always, yeah. I don't know. You just get more from the mum, so it would make sense why you wouldn't completely be like I identify as black because yeah. your mum is white, and it would almost be a weird thing to yeah, this is identify. As. It is
0: a really weird identity limbo mm-hmm.
2: because
0: on the outside, I'm black. Like I, I'm. Brown, let's say. Mm -mm -mm. And that's how people see me. Don't care if I got a bit of white in me. But then as me personally, it's like, well, I can't ignore my white side, that's part of me. And I can't just ignore Mm -mm. my black side. So I can't say I'm white, because obviously I'm not. I can't say I'm black, so obviously I'm not black, yeah. So I'm just I'm just mixed race. And it it was really weird because I thought I was maybe the only I didn't I don't think I questioned my identity as much in the past until like this time now, like around these days. Yeah, because I've always been, like, just me. Like, I've never felt
2: mm. – but then,
0: like, I had a conversation with my mum and I sat and I just, just spoke. Like, and I was just like, where do I – like, where, where am I? Where do I fit in here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like where, where do I I'm not even laughing because it's
1: a serious question. Because it's
0: like sometimes I'll be like, you guys, my African side, and it's like, am I too white for them? Or maybe I'll be with like, my white side and it's like, oh, am I too black for that? Whatever being too white or being too black is. But, like, that's I mean, how yeah, you yeah. feel. Like, you, even, but this is why it's so weird because even though I don't feel out of place with any of my sides, I feel very comfortable and very, I don't feel mm. like, I've never been the black sheep of the family, of either mm. families either. I don't know. Do you know what? It's a very, very confusing thing for me as well now, thinking about it.
1: But it's, I mean, it's a good conversation to have, and it's good to, yeah. it's good to explore, and you probably find solace in the fact that you're not the only one that feels,
0: yeah, that way. And I think though, I'm very lucky because I grew up with my black side, and I think a lot of mixed race people. May have only grown up with one side, and if they've just mm. grown up with their white side, they're going to find this whole movement very difficult to understand.
1: Wow, and that's participate powerful. participating
0: simply because they don't know that side, or maybe they don't even identify as it, or maybe mm. they don't they don't recognise it. Because if you're really caught up, it's like in the Jungle Book, Mowgli is a human. Sorry, but this is this is what it's like. He's a human.
1: And I he's love it. To- We're talking about some serious shit you're like yeah in the jungle but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like- I mean,
0: this, is, this is this is really really this is going to be really smart right this is yeah. I'm with you, I'm right. With you. and he's brought up by animals by whoever and he thinks he's one of them he doesn't see the difference so i feel like it might be mm, okay yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah
0: just with white people and white family then you're not going to see yourself any different but then when a movement like black lives matter enters and suddenly you look in the mirror you got a reality check that you're actually brown you might feel a bit like where do i stand here
1: but on that point about not seeing yourself as any different That only works if you're not subject to forms of racism and discrimination for you to have a self-awareness, to see yourself as different. So if it is that you're mixed race and you have your white family and your white family have never made you feel like an other and you're in a community, they've never made you feel. And it's only when you leave, you realise, oh shit, yeah, I was a bit different, wasn't I? Versus Mm. being in that world. Because I've heard stories of mixed race children, mum is white, and the grandparents are being racist to their own grandkids. Oh that's yeah, ex- I I know that. As like far. you hear stories like that. So I, I I guess there's both sides. Like one, you could feel like you don't know any different, you don't see yourself as different. And two, you could be made to feel like an other in your own family, mm. which is oh horrendous. Like I could never even imagine, imagine what that
0: might feel what like. What that's
1: like. Because home mm. is supposed to be safe. Yeah. You know, family's supposed to be safe. So to feel like that, oh, disgusting
0: there's also like cases where there's just someone I know and they didn't know that they were mixed race
1: so yes maybe is this the same person because I know someone my the girl went I know a girl that went to my uni oh she's my age though oh wow wow is this a real thing
0: yeah so the girl's mum is white and the, the girl doesn't know her dad and the girl was never brought up to know that she was mixed race, but she's very, very fair-skinned, mixed race.
1: Oh, okay, okay, fair. So Did she, she grew- have curly hair?
0: Yeah, but she grew up thinking she was just white and she didn't know that she was
1: mixed race. The one I know is she was visibly mixed race, but mm. her mum and dad were white and she was told that she was white. So that's more mad because visibly... She's mixed race. So your mum's been, yeah, like literally the mum obviously like stepped out, and I think she found out when either, I think the dad had passed away. The yeah, that who she thought was her dad had passed away. Then her mum came clean. But can you imagine? Because that's a different kind of identity crisis of being like, no, I
2: am white, but you're
0: literally you're actually
1: not. It's mad. Like I
0: think it is difficult, but I think moving on from here forward anyone that wants to be in an interracial relationship like obviously I'm not against interracial relationships <laughs> I don't know why I had to state that but but I think <laughs> that the parents have a responsibility here
1: mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. teaching
0: their children both sides both
1: sides
0: of their is it heritage or their ethnicities Mm -hmm. they have a responsibility and if either parent isn't in their lives you still have that responsibility of then carrying that burden on your own and teaching both sides and if you don't know go and get the education and do it or find people or make people, you know your friends and even my mum said this like she would she made friends with some with one of my best friends when I was in nursery. Her mum was black, and I regularly was at their house. And she always made sure that I was around
2: mm. people that were
0: like me, so I can grow to know culture because my my father wasn't in my life.
2: Mm-mm-mm. And then
0: obviously I met you guys when I was eight, so it's like she made sure. And I think every parent who's in an interracial relationship needs to make sure that they're doing that. They need to make sure that yeah. They're, they're acknowledging that they're children from two different places and giving them their history. So mm-hmm. They don't have an identity crisis or think they're white when they're black or think they're black when they're white. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, re- it's really important um, from the cultural perspective. And what what's opened my eyes is parents also have a duty about teaching history. Yeah. Because the, the British history system is just a form of indoctrination. So you can't rely on them to teach true history for somebody to really understand where their people are from. And I, was, I watched a snippet on Instagram today and it was saying, if you explain Black history in a way that makes it seem like our history starts from slavery, everything after that seems like an achievement.
0: Everything yeah everything after that so even the littlest thing
1: the littlest thing you have a job it seems like wow you've come such a long way from slavery where that is not where black history starts like black history especially in africa like it runs deep deep we -hmm. have invented things we have found things we were self-sufficient so like the countries pre- colonialism not even just Africa but Asia so many countries were amazing and beautiful but they don't teach anyway let me not even start getting emotional because I just start getting really aggy Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think it's really important um to teach history and I'm looking forward to having my own kids um where I can teach them history have like Saturday school kind of like when you went to Oya like having Saturday school to teach and learn history, because it's important. We
0: need Oya again. Now that I'm older (laughs) and I actually understand what it it was there to do, it was a brilliant organisation, guys. It was called Oya, which is Organisation of Young Africans, and in Yoruba it means like, come here, or like you lot, or... Yeah, yeah. Like everyone, yeah, yeah. like them. It's just one of those words. And it was for black kids and you went there every saturday and did english math, and science they were taught to you by black teachers from who are actually like secondary school teachers and um, they would make you do exams at the end of like their term or whatever and they were proper exams and then what they would do is they would compare your exam results there to your exam results at school and anyone whose school results were like ridiculously low or whatever they would go into that school on your behalf, and they would be like... Is that what
1: they would actually
2: do?
0: Yeah, they were going to the schools and saying, why is this child on a foundation paper? They've done a higher paper here, and they've achieved this, this, and this. This is wrong. Why is it that he's achieving here, and not here, then? Like, what is the difference? And they made sure that black kids had a voice in schools,
1: and they weren't being sold short. How amazing I is didn't that? even know it ran that. I thought you lot were just going there to play.
0: No, and... um and and they would always be like, when we spoke up, it was like, say your name, say your country, be proud, like speak mm. up. And now looking back, it's like, they were teaching us to be proud of who we are. Who you they were teaching yeah. us to being proud of being African or Caribbean or wherever you're coming from. And, and I think that that's amazing. And I feel like we need that everywhere. We need that everywhere for every black child to experience that and have that
1: support because they don't have that support in school system. Wow. Someone needs, from all my people, them that are teachers and stuff.
0: I think our teachers need to come together. Come and, together. And we need to, I say we, yeah, fuck it, I'm a teacher now. What? <laughs> I'm educational. <laughs> we need to come together and we need to create something that helps our black children in the schooling system. And that needs yeah. to be done ASAP. And Oya was um, was amazing. And they made you use your African name, even though I don't oh, like that. yeah, mine. I but, remember. But it was just like that, that sense of community and being proud and they didn't strip you off who you are. They mm. like encouraged who you are. Amazing, mm. brilliant.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant, and amazing. No, actually, it is amazing. I honestly thought you lot went there to just like eat snacks and chat. No,
0: you. we got jollof rice every lunchtime. there, jollof rice and chicken with salad.
1: Well, you lot went home. It just took <laughs> over my
0: entire Saturday. That was the only thing. That was a long thing. It was like twelve till six. And I got time for that. Yeah, that's a long time.
1: How did we get here?
0: Yeah, sorry, and I no don't. Clue. You know, guys, you know us. We literally go from here tangent.
1: To Talking about education, we're talking about mixed experience. Okay, yeah, we're talking about the mixed race experience. Do you feel like you've got everything off your chest that you want to say on this
0: about being mixed raced? <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, I think I do. I just think like for the rest of my mixed race people out there, like this, don't think just because you're mixed race that you're you're excused from the situation that's mm. happening because we're not. They all see us the same. Whether you're lighter or darker, at the end of the day, they do all see us the same. And this whole like cause I'm light skinned, privileged, there's no such thing as that either. They don't mm. see. You. I just I think people argue that is
1: it depends. It depends in what space you're looking at. Like when you say they all see us the same I get that point like maybe there's no privilege in that respect because black you're black like light or yeah. dark like black is black but there are some opportunities that are maybe afforded to women who are mixed race or lighter skin be it if you see in like um well you see more so back in the day like um that's video true. Um, yeah, yeah that's true things like that or in, like, even, like, we can talk about relationships where some men, are like, oh, I only like light-skinned girls. Like, I don't like dark-skinned mm-hmm. girls because dark skin was not seen as, um, it was not seen as popping until, what, like, 2015, 2014, 2015, when it was, like, melanin. Yeah. Or even, maybe it was even 2016. Like, it's really just, melanin is a current thing where dark-skinned girls are actually accepted. Um, and then even if you bring it back into the fashion world, the influencer space, it's clear that we see majority of these brands pages are whitewashed with the occasional mixed race girl here and yeah. there or they take it to the extreme of the um a catches of the world or the ducky Fots of the world. Do you know, like, they yeah, yeah, take yeah. it to, is either going to be mixed race because, yeah, you're black and black and kind of white but, you mm. know, we have a bit of diversity or it's like purple. Like, no, I'm not even saying that in a shade. That sounds bad. That's, uh, I'll take that back. Or really dark skin. Yeah. Um, but they wouldn't just normalise having black faces. Um, so there is, there definitely... I would, I would, yeah, sorry, I think, yeah. I get your point. No, don't take it back, because I get your point in terms of from an... Institutional level, or from an other looking at us, or from racist looking. Yeah, at us I at think us.
0: that's what I the think. They were talking. Of, the that they yeah.
1: were talking about is racist or the racial systems, and from that perspective, we're all black. Yeah, um, I think but that's within what... the community. There's separation and levels and
0: big time. There is yeah. all of that, and shit. it's sad. And do you know what it is as well. Um Sorry, I was having another conversation with a friend of mine who's also mixed race. She's half Ethiopian half English, but she's, uh, like, fairer skinned than me, even she was saying about the colorism, like, they would, she's more likely to maybe be chosen for, like, a magazine picture or modelling mm. or something because she still ticks the ethnicity box without looking mm-hmm. maybe, ethnic. like, yeah, yeah. like a, a black woman, if that makes sense. And it was yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. it's, then they're getting their two-in-one, we've got a black girl, we've got an ethnic girl, it's all done. And she's not too dark for us literally and and that's and i think we we need to tackle colorism in a i think that's like a separate thing
1: yeah i think yeah, i think there's a because lot it's like we need to we need cats. to like we need to
0: get the whole race and things so we're, we're all included one mm. and then it's the colorism thing you can't now pick and choose which which one of us you prefer or which exactly yeah i think Colorism is it has always been a huge issue, and that obviously still stems down from like slavery and how the mixed race people thought they were above the black people because oh, I'm fairer skinned than you, and
2: Mm -mm. my
0: dad's a slave trader, or whatever, (laughs) slave owner. (sighs) (laughs) Oh,
1: god, I hope they don't sleep well at night, man.
0: I really do as well. I mean, I I really do hope they don't. (laughs) (laughs) No
1: jokes, um.
0: What? How do you feel about it? Like when when you see me, what do you see me as? Like when you see mixed race people, what do you see them as? I wonder how other people identify us. As. I think everyone just identifies us as mixed race.
1: Um, I get. I mean, I've never thought about it.
0: Yeah. See. See what I mean? We don't belong. <laughs> <I'm joking.
1: laughs> Yeah, I've never thought about it but if it's like, yeah I just think you, someone's mixed race and they say where they're from and I'm like okay cool mm. I can place you like yeah I don't know like I mean if I'm being honest if I cast my mind back to being younger being in school primary secondary it was tough being black like it was tough being black it was tough being dark skin and I think i've had phases where you wish oh, i wish i was mixed race or i wish i was mm. white even to the extreme yeah of, like, wishing wishing i was white i remember this is so i feel like everyone's gone
0: through that phase. i mean everyone's gone through that
1: my my dad was born in manchester and i remember i when i found that out i found it out when i was in primary school maybe like year four and i remember i went to school and i was like yeah oh my dad my dad's from manchester uh, my grandparents lived there, but I was saying it in a way that I was making it seem like my dad was white. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know how mad that is? Yeah. Like, it's mad. It's like I remember I used to have dreams. I, I had a dream once and I think I forced it as a recurring dream that PDD and JLo were my mom and dad. Oh my God. And they came to my, they came to my, um, they came, what did they came to my, what's it called? Assembly. You know? And yeah. I was so excited. Oh my God. But is because people don't realize all this racism shit like it runs deep
2: Mm. it It literally
1: penetrate it penetrates your mind at a young age that in primary school you are creating stories and creating narratives of being white Mm. i encourage everyone to go and watch this movie called farming it's on amazon prime i'm not going to give it away because i if I explain it, then you get it. And because I, because I knew what it was about, I think I lost a lot of suspense when I was watching it. So I just encourage everyone to watch it just to get that kind of understanding of how you can, like, you can internalize racism so much to the point where you just hate who you are Mm. and you want to be, um, you want to be something else. I mean, I'm so happy we've come a long way. We still got a long way to go, but black children are growing up in a different world to, the world I grew in and years back and years back and years back, we're seeing like small forms of progression where people don't maybe hate themselves as much. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not trying to, this is not a sympathy thing. I didn't hate myself. I was just being silly. Yeah.
0: Now looking back, but then there was a serious, I don't think you should disregard. No, 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 no. I mean, in the sense of
1: what I'm trying to say is that in the moment, I didn't hate myself. I think that's quite an extreme, Is an extreme thing, but it was more, I went to a Catholic school, predominantly white, p- predominantly ca- um, Irish. So mm. you can imagine I spent my, um, I spent my lunch break learning Irish dancing.
2: <laughs> yeah. like,
1: do you know what I mean? Is you only your lunch break learning Irish dancing. Um, and then I, there, there were enough, there were enough black people in my school for me not to feel other as well. Yeah. So it, it was never like a true, identity crisis i would dip between like my black friends and then go back and play with my white friends and do irish dancing but when i'm with my black (laughs) friends i'm black and when i'm with my white friends my dad's from manchester yeah like you know like it was just it's just a bit silliness i feel like as well
0: um like this whole like being black and acting white and speaking white and all you like what what does that mean what does it mean to be black
1: and what does it mean to
0: be white like
1: that line needs to be completely blurred now yeah I used I used to I used to really really hate that especially when I was in secondary when I was in secondary school predominantly white school and I would come around the cousins and they would always say white girl white girl like Things like that, Mm. and it's really upsetting because it's like I'm in school and I feel like an other, and then I come around my family and I feel like an other. So it's like, where, where am I? Mm. (laughs) Literally, like, where do I sit? That's Um, that's
0: exactly how
1: I I feel sometimes. Even now, sometimes some people call me uptown. Like what? what I have friends? I have I have I have, I have I have male friends or like guys that I've dated and they literally I've heard that phrase uptown you're uptown like shut up <laughs> what e- Like, what even is that <laughs> because I because I speak well because I like nice things I'm uptown like okay I met like, someone um
0: like last year summer and they were always like you speak the queen's English like you're like royalty like you must live in like a really nice posh area, like you're so po- the oh, you're so posh. I used to get you're so posh all the time, and it actually used to anger me like, you used to literally piss me <laughs> off. But it's like, what is acting like? Ro- like, This is just it the you way just that I'm white. It's just, you just but, sound
2: white.
0: I'm just speaking good English that doesn't belong to anyone, it doesn't belong to a race, it doesn't like. <laughs> Speaking a language like
1: is that it's just dumb. It's dumb. Like it's just <laughs> it's honestly so annoying. But we need to we need to unlearn all of this stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. We're in an amazing time where one, everyone's sitting in lockdown, so you have time to really consume all the information. information because there is so much out there. I'm thankful for this time that I've been able to educate myself on things that I wasn't aware of and also to be able Biddle. to check myself as well mm-hmm. Definitely. Know, we all, even even within the community we need to check ourselves on this whole like oh you're too white or you're too black mm. oh, or you're ghetto or you're the, not no you're just a human being you're and you're being you yourself every and at the end of the day everyone is just a product of their environment so accept people for who they are mm like bloody heck
0: definitely no i think like the growth during this period And maybe i can speak for a lot of our listeners right now the growth during this period has been real and man
1: I think, literally
0: and i think that you know you can never grow too much and i think to all our allies i like using that word now our allies like continue doing what you're doing because you like you'll never lose from it at all And I'm going to continue learning and knowing about my history. And change is happening. I can feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my bones. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do. What the fuck is this? Now that I've stopped fighting people, like I've got all that stop. and stuff, like... Mate, you should see me on Facebook. Do you know what you should just see me? If you go on like an influencer page, I guarantee there's a comment from me saying, thanks for supporting the BLM movement, but what are you going to do beyond social media?
1: It's like, is that the fight? Is that the hill that you wanna die on to be the influencer (laughs) accountability queen? You know what it is. The The thing is. No, the thing is, Amber, it's like you already know what it is. You're riling yourself up and getting rattled over something that you know what it is.
0: And people on Facebook are pissing me off. I don't even use Facebook.
1: Yeah, please get off Facebook as well. It's not that deep.
0: People crying about their bloody. whatever
1: they're crying about. Fucking horses. Oh my god! No, I did. I so I go on Facebook. There's some things that I go on Facebook for, from time to time. And I did go on Facebook this week. I saw that post oh, about right. horses. Bloody hell! This girl talk about no, no, it no! Goes. You don't
0: even understand because I literally. There was this, anyways, everyone's just like, oh, this disgusting horses, should not be treated like that? Look at these protesters, disgusting, throwing bottles at horses, horse, disgusting, this and that, moan, 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 moan. Karen can't keep her mouth shut. Karen, honey, when you were swigging down bottles of Prosecco at Ascot, it wasn't, it wasn't disgusting towards the horses then, was it? You wasn't crying about the horses then, went racing... Horse racing kills seven to eight hundred horses a year.
1: You yeah. tell him, girl.
0: Didn't see you complain then, Karen, him. when you dress in your little hat. Like, don't piss me off, bruv. Don't, I know you're racist. Just come out and say you're racist. Like, don't pick and choose when you want to care about horses. Pisses me off. And then I get on one and then I make myself mad. <laughs> I'm over it. Sorry, oh, is there sorry. something more important on your phone than speaking <laughs> to our listeners? This is pissing me off as well
1: now. No, you know what I saw? Yeah, you know there's all these parody accounts on Twitter so you never know like, if the tweet really came from the company. Yeah. So it yeah, I love is, those. <laughs> lockdown is um, winding down, or I don't know, whatever lockdown is doing. So this is like a Fort Park parody page. like. <laughs> it's not even that funny so the tweet reads fort park and nemesis inferno are trending i believe this is the perfect time to announce our safety measures we're replacing the steam in the tunnel and queue with disinfectant spray just remember to keep your eyes shut and to hold your breath to prevent death (laughs) it's over funny you know what? You know why I'm laughing more because I actually thought it was true. Then I found out it was a parody thing. Anyway, that's not important.
0: Yeah, that wasn't. Right. I don't know why you. It wasn't. Sorry, well, you heart. didn't have
1: to call me. You didn't have to call me out on it, did you? because well, 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 they me, can't see me, can they?
0: Me and our listeners have been sat here in silence, so they can't see you. They can't hear you either.
1: Shut up. No. Anyway, so I'm like I said. I think life goes back to normal, but we still keep the narrative going keep the conversation going i'm looking forward to some scandalous things happening between now and next week oh i love the tea that's coming out now so we can come back with the tea and bring you i guess more discussions on fashion beauty lifestyle related stuff because remember that is what our podcast is all about although we do touch on very hard hitting issues
0: when necessary
1: when necessary. <laughs> but, no, when but necessary. We, and it has been necessary. So we couldn't just do one week and just go back to regular scheduled I programming. Wanted that to have been, Podcast. Yeah, that would have been a bit weird.
0: But um, yeah, and welcome again to all our new listeners. I can't speak. All our new listeners. Next and net. to all our new followers from the Instagram. I see, yeah, and I appreciate Janelle. Yeah. Um,
1: Janelle.
0: I'm really looking forward to getting back into some fashion gossip. So this is going to be exciting stuff.
1: Very exciting stuff. Um, so make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And also please leave us a review. On also, sorry, I'm putting my
0: hand up. Can I speak? Um, <laughs> guys, we've done God's work for you. We have created... A black-owned business directory on our blog page. So if you go onto www.hairstylesecrets.com dot com um, and then click onto black-owned, there's a huge directory. There's women's wear, men's wear, high-end lingerie, accessories, footwear, skincare, beauty, beauty stuff. You name it. I bet you. Yep. And we have also found an equivalent to Netta Porter. So, for all my luxury shoppers out there, I've seen you too. Um, you can now shop from these Netta Porter alternatives, which are Black owned, supporting the Black community, giving back to us what you took away. Jacob, it's um, just supporting the Black community. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Um, and it? that's on our website as well.
1: You are always on smoke. Like, I need you guys to know that she's not even just like this just for this Black Lives Matter. This oh, is just oh, how she forever is. Forever on crud. Like. Chat shit, get banged. There will literally be a simple situation. I'm like, Amber, just, 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 just can't. Just trying it down. <laughs> just, just, you don't need to get so But I do, I get
0: angry because I'm, I'm emotional and I'm passionate about what I care about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: That you are, honey. I'm, I'm very like,
0: when things affect me, I'm very real about it.
1: You're very real. We love um, you for it.
0: Thanks, sis. We balance right. each other out, me and you. What will we do about each other? Look at ya. We're, we're little cousin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bye. You're a jar. On that note, next week. Thanks
0: guys. We'll see, see you later. next week. Bye. Bye.
3: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
3: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>